y'all if y'all look if y'all look on the thing that you're on it might say comments i don't know if you're using a computer or not so if you're using a computer you see a part that says comments because there's there is a literal live stream, so we do this live. So just so y'all know, so if you want to see the comments of what some of the people are saying, you guys have access to that. But with that being said, welcome to another episode of By Any Means Podcast. I'm your host, John Robinson the Fourth, aka J Rob. I'm back with my very first UConn episode with my dog Juwan Winfrey. Juwan, how you doing? Good, baby. It's your boy Jay Wynn, man. I'm here. Yeah, I'm really excited. Here. You know, Juwan, this is this 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 pod is dear to my heart, man. You know, you obviously you see the shirt. You know, I got my young boys with me. I'm repping hard today. I just want to welcome to. I want to welcome you both to the player show community. Ian Swenson, Justin Jolie, welcome to the show, fellas. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you guys, man. Uh. Of course. I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna kick it off with you guys, man. Kick it off, Wani. Kick it off. It's your boy Juwan Winfrey from Ingle, Jersey. You know, I heard a lot about you guys, you know, from my boy. All I hear about is UConn. Um, but everybody says, you know, new year, new me. And you guys really made that happen last year. And I was a I was a new y'all. Like I wasn't expecting that. You know, six and seven, bowling. Talk to me about that past season. Like, how how was that? The experience. I'll start it off, honestly. Yeah, it's for both y'all. Yeah, no. Um, the season was – it was great, honestly. Like, for us, like, for me especially, I've been six years. And just seeing the progression of our team, like, going against these teams that we played literally the season before, from last year to this year, it was a cool experience. Like, especially at Fresno State, mm-hmm. then the year before, and them blowing us out and then coming back winning that game was cool. What about you for you for you just uh, as a freshman? For me, um, so I came in as a freshman in the summer and you know, we was uh, all grouped in with teams in in uh in work. And no everyone was like, Oh, y'all always gonna say y'all have a good season, y'all gonna do better than last year. But we don't believe you. I'm like, so you down us? I was like, All right, bet, watch this. And as the season prevailed, you know, we had to do what we had to do. Mm-hmm. I, like I think I think one of the biggest things is like you know even when I was there you know even the student the student fan base did not really believe in us yeah. so obviously I definitely understand what Justin is talking about yeah. so this year you guys you know obviously the bowl game it has been a big year but one thing I noticed that I really want to talk about is you guys are five and one at home mm. you know you guys. That's even I'm, that is big time stuff. I don't know when the last time UConn has finished this season, if ever, five and one in home at home during the regular season. So talk to me about that pride about really defending home home field this year. Ooh, yeah, honestly, I'll let you go first, sir. It started with the fans, like especially like Fresno game. They came, they showed out, yeah. and it was like, when it, when we got down to it, fans got loud. Defense was playing well. We started, we started making plays. That was the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. It was I wouldn't say it was necessarily based on home games. It's more of like our, we spent our season in half. We went mm-hmm. with like our really tough schedule beginning half of the season. Yeah. Then we coach Moore was talking about we're gonna make a, a conference, mm-hmm. our own conference. So we're gonna play against every other team left on our schedule. So it started with Fresno all the way back down. 
And we, we just felt we needed to win all those games, honestly. I'm sure y'all fan base appreciated that. That yeah, for sure. students. Yeah, for sure. Nah, because I, I remember watching some games last year in uh, the stadium. It, it wasn't – it was like – like you hear a cricket. It, it was bad. I'm, I'm not – I love you, Sonny, but it, it was bad. Like before I, uh, I got of course. And um, I was like, I really want that fan base back. I want to be like, be appreciated. Like, I know people don't believe in us, so let's give them a reason to actually show up. And when they do show up, we're just going to, you know, do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. So I've been a part of my own, you know, resurrection of a program. You know, I'm, I don't know if you guys are familiar, you know, with University of Colorado, but that's where I attended. And um, the year before I went there, they were three and seven, winning two games, winning one game. Mm-hmm. And my first year there, we went 10 and four and went to the Pac-12 championship. So I know what that resurrection is like. And I know like the feeling of after, you know, completing that season and just having everybody, you know, mindset change. Justin, what's like the the attitude and, you know, just the atmosphere been like in the facility now, you know, at the season's ended, you know, people got big heads or, you know, people still humble, hungry. Yeah, and I would say all of our team is hungry. Like we, yeah. we want it. Like, we, because we still got something to prove. Like people still don't have faith in us. They think it was a lucky year. They thought it was a fluke. So it's like we gotta do it again and some. So yeah, mm-hmm. all of my teammates, they they all locked in. Like I'm pretty sure almost every one of my teammates came in today. Unless you have to go to treatment or if you were sick. Like like even though it snowed, it was like I think six seven inches up here. But you know it's you know we gotta get our work done. We gotta be great. Yes, I love that. I love that mentality. I really do. So, Ian, you know, obviously you have one of the most, to me, the most interesting stories in college football, because usually when we talk about long careers in college football, we talk about one stop to another stop to another stop. But you did six years in one place. You know, I had the opportunity to, I had the opportunity to see, you know, Justin, I got to meet Ian when he was like, bright-eyed and, and Ian, I may be embarrassed you a little bit, but Ian was always so damn nervous. You know what I'm saying? He just always seemed like he was, you know, he was like he was like a shy kid, hell of a football player. You saw all the talent, and I'm glad he was able to display that. But it's like so amazing to see him mature as this young man that he's becoming. You know, I'm really proud of you, bro, for real. So I want to take me through that experience, Ian, you know, from, from having three different coaches to a COVID season, you know, to – Having one of the best seasons in UConn history since literally my red shirt, my true freshman year. So what has that been like for you, bud? It's been a ride, honestly. Like I could really split it up into two different careers. Go ahead, split it up. We want to hear about it. I split it up more of from 2017 to end of 2019. Kind of split it up. Mm-hmm. Going into 2020, like the COVID season, kind of it was really odd, honestly. Like from that, especially not being able to play, like we're going in every day, not really, kind of, not really working for anything, because right. like you're working for a whole nother year. But you guys didn't play at all that year. No, all. the season got canceled. They canceled yeah. us, bro. Yeah, they canceled us. So you're watching all these other teams play, yeah. and you're just sitting there, like kind of just working out trying to get, like, with intent, but you're really just kind of sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing this for? Facts. Almost. But especially, like, from, like, 2017 to 2019, that was – it was a different, like, era of guys almost. Like, you got a whole different locker room. Right. 
And then throughout right. that, like, because we have guys like you, like TC, yeah, dudes in there. And then once all those guys left, it was almost like a whole new era from that. You, did, you did lose all your big bros. You lost them all. <laughs> I lost. Now, I, I don't mean to say it like that. You know, I don't want to sound yeah. morbid, but but I really, but looking back on it, Juwan, like when we call, you know, Ian, we call you the last survivor because literally you're the last one from the, you are literally the last one from the Diaco era. You're the only one that obviously was at UConn during that time. So you've had to really thug it out. So even when the, during the Kobe year, you also had to deal with the rumors of them demoting. They talked about demoting UConn to one double A. That was like a rumor at the time. Yeah. You know, so before the season started, like, did y'all have to navigate that as well? Was there something that was that also something that y'all had to deal with? It was odd too because we were just going to independent as well, and we weren't in a conference, right? So we had a whole new schedule, and pretty much everyone on that schedule canceled, uh, except for obviously a few other independent schools, but their their schedules were, were slim as well, right? But um. Honestly, say that again. Say that last part again. I didn't wait. Say that one more time because I think you are your your mic went out. We good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got hear you. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We got a question in, John. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Shout out to Drink More Water, man. I see y'all every week. Putting that bread up, man. Yeah, drink drink more water, stays stays live. And it's all good. I love the honesty, bro. It happens to the best of us. All right, so let me get to the super chat before we get back into it. Drink more water. Shout out to you for the five dollar dono. Yes, um, as two undersized players for your position, what are some challenges you had to overcome and how did you compensate going against bigger players? Justin is not really short. He's like six three, <laughs> but okay, undersized. Go for it, guys. Go for it. Go for it. Answer the question. <laughs> All right, so you just got finished talking, so I, I'll I'll take this one for right now. Um, honestly, I, I might I might be a little undersized because most of these tight ends is like six five to like six eight range, mm. but I don't even think about me being undersized. Bro. I, it's more about heart. Like, yes, like, I'm not scared to go put my my hands on somebody and put my head in somebody's chest. Like, like I, I'm I'm not gonna be afraid to go against a grown man. Like, we both trying to get to the same place, right? So if I have to work a little bit harder than maybe a, a six eight. 260 tight end, all right, I'm fine with that. I'm going to show what I got to do, and I'm going to show exactly how I'm going to do it. But that, that's just me. I don't think I'm going to size. I think I just got a big heart. I love that. I love that. What about you, Ian? Well, for me, it's more just technique, honestly. Like, if you have better technique, you're going to win most of those matchups. Right. Learning how to use your undersized – like being undersized as an advantage, like being quicker than the, the other guy. Being, like for me, like I'm more of a speed guy, so mm-hmm. I like to like maneuver around old linemen. Like that's right. more me. Like I don't just go in and strike old linemen unless I ha- like I have to. Then right, got to, but it's not always necessarily a problem. You beat them with speed and power instead of just power and power. Exactly. I love that. I love was that. that a challenge y'all faced in high school, or were y'all like in high school? Were y'all seen like the the bigger guys, or were y'all even still under undersized in high school? 
I played corner in high school, so <laughs> yeah, I want to say he came in as a, I'm gonna say Juwan, he came in as he came in as a corner action. <laughs> in, in high school for me, I was a wide receiver, so I was just a big wide receiver. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I was on the bigger side of things. Okay. Well, appreciate you. I'll drink more water. Hopefully that got your answer. Um, Justin, I have a question for you. Uh so despite the losing seasons, you know, the previous losing seasons, you know, you still decided to go to UConn. You know, why was that? Um, Honestly, I have faith. Uh, so I had the two people recruit me were uh, Coach Marinelli and obviously Coach Moore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't put the two together until like probably a couple of days later. But Coach Charlton was actually an OC at Maine and he offered me that too. So I was like, if you're going to offer me twice, it's just like – it got to be fate. And I know you guys are big school. They got great education. And I know if football don't work out, I'm going to be set for life when I'm done. So I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, bet. I'm, I'm going to slide. I'm going to see what I got to do to make make some play time for myself, uh, get some exposure. And honestly, I'm happy I came here. I'm, I, I'm, I don't plan on leaving either. That's good, man. I like the attitude. You know? He said, I'm not hitting the portal. Mm-hmm. I'm not hitting the portal. I like I that. I ain't puss. But yeah. – um, <laughs> You know, I see that they they view you pretty highly. You know, a guy that could potentially you know be a, a captain down the road. You know, um, how do you feel? How do you feel about like that? Do you like? Is that something you ever thought about? You know, does, I know it affects your maturity. You know, being a captain or being somebody you know that younger guys could look up to. You know, was that something you ever thought about? You know, prior. You know, oh uh, yeah, I, I I would say my personality is that way. Like, yeah. I may know, like, there's a hierarchy, like, so, like, I can't talk to Swinney the same the same way I talk to another freshman, of course, because there's a hierarchy. He's he's a lot older. He's a six-year senior. I, I'm a first-year freshman. <laughs> I'm a first-year freshman. So it's like, I, I know what I got to do. And it's like, if I have to take a step up because other people are scared to take that step, if I mess up, I mess up, but I'm going to learn from it. Mm-hmm. So in all honesty, I know the role that I might have uh, in the upcoming years, might be a lot bigger than I am currently, but I'm ready for it. Yes, sir. I love that. I love that. I love that mentality. So I know, I yeah, Joanna. You know, I, I want to ask him about Jim Moore, but before we do that, Ian, I was, I, I'm thinking about something because, you know, Justin did say I'm a first year freshman, and you are a six year senior, and it's funny because like Ian, you really were like the oldest head of this team. You know what I'm saying? Literally, like, like literally, not like that's not a joke. You literally were the oldest head in the room. Um, so with that, with that experience, like, how did what did you learn about yourself? Because you you played with a lot of young guys, like Justin, uh, Victor, Zion, a bunch of. I mean, no, I'm not. I don't mean to call you a kid, Justin, at all. But you know, fresh out of high school, like yeah, they're fresh out of high school. You know, they don't know what they don't know, and you've been here for six years. You know, you've. You've seen it all. So how do you have to like adjust to being such a a, a, a super veteran damn near? You just gotta it's almost yeah. to them a little differently, but not differently in a way. If you you know what I mean, it's it's a, almost a different generation in a way. Like they're mm-hmm. they're coming in with completely different shows they watch as kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. they consume. And you kinda like just gotta relate to them in other ways, like music, things like that. Did you find like any troubles like bonding and like really creating those relationships or did it go pretty smoothly? Because I know how it is, you know, being I was one of those guys, fifth year senior, you know, a lot of your boys leaving. 
Uh, no, I definitely got along very well with the the freshmen, especially. Uh, it was a little odd transition, like especially seeing all my my whole class move now, and then getting this new class in. It was it was an interesting experience, but it was fun though. Did it ever become? Did it ever become a little frustrating? Because I do know, like, like I I remember when I was a freshman, you know, before I met, before you got there, and I remember, you know, I used to bother Javon Hadley all the time. I used Who's to. That? Who's that? Uh, he was a corner. He was a corner at UConn. Um, one of my one of my big bros. You know, I used to bother him all the time. Jalen Stevens. I have this scar on my eye <laughs> right here. Because I used to mess with Jalen Stevens so much that one time I messed with him and Karma finally Karma got finally got to me. And as I was running away from Justin, after I thought I mean Jalen, as I was running away from Jalen, I hit my I, I ran into a door and actually like I had a cut of my so you know like I so you know I remember like being that you know obviously I love football and I love playing, but outside of like when you come off the football field, you're still like the freshman, you know, that kind of looks up to all these guys that you're trying to be with. But you know, you always want to mess with them. So did you ever did it ever become frustrating for you? You know, like I got all these young guys around me, all my boys are gone. Um at times, yeah, like it was more within my room, like trying to teach the younger guys different techniques and like what this is and what that is. Mm-hmm. That was that was more my frustration. But honestly, outside of that, I had a good time, especially with the, the freshman class. They were a good time, they're a good group over there. I- I loved it. I loved it. And also, I gotta admit, and you know, and shout out and shout out to Mama Jolie in the chat. Fabulous, because <laughs> you guys were you guys were one hundred percent fabulous freshmen. I want to make sure I know that because you guys were great this year. You guys really stepped up, and we're really gonna we're gonna dive into that towards the back end. You you young you young guys at UConn. I am highly impressed by all of you. Um, so to get into Jim Mora, so I remember uh, wait, this. Before, I'm gonna tell you, go ahead, go ahead, Justin, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna say about because you know twenty six year senior and I'm a freshman. I think the, my first combo with Swanny was like, so you ready to get uh, mixed by a freshman? Like, like <laughs> instantly just start talking smack <laughs> once I got there. That, that was our first That's combo. Funny. I was like, I'm gonna see you on the field. But yeah, I nah. That. I think Swanny's like an older brother to me, and I know since he's like the opposite of my position, since I'm a tight end, he's a linebacker. I'm gonna see him in the backfield anyway. So it's like. Yeah. Like, I, I know I have to go against him. So, you know, I was like, why not just talk smack? Like, just get on his nerves. Like, just be an annoying freshman. Like, I'm going to take that role. I'm going to just run with it. I do remember and that. speaks volumes. You know, as a freshman <laughs> coming in, saying that to a six-year guy, that that's something he's going to remember always. Sure. Yeah, I loved it. I love that. I love that energy. Because I ain't going to lie, Ian wasn't saying that when he was <laughs> Jerry's job. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> Ian was not going to say that. <laughs> Ian, would not, Ian would not have done that. So, you know, Ian was more like, but it was a good thing. though. Ian wouldn't have done that, but he would go out there and he would have ran through your face. And then, obviously, you know, that would have been his way of telling you, like, right. oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ian really can hit you. Why I'm telling you, Ian can really eat your thumbs. I'm telling you. So, uh, so Jim, so Jim Mora, this is this is the guy. This is my guy. And you don't even know he my guy. You don't even know he my guy. Like, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to go to the spring game. To shake bruh's hand, bro. I gotta shake his hand. So I don't know if I remember a few years back, Juan, Jim Mora was was literally calling a game on CBS, a UConn football game on CBS. And he was absolutely talking about like, you know, this this game didn't look great. You know, like this game was not, you know, like the team, we just looked 
we looked sloppy, looked unorganized. You know, at some point, maybe a little bit. You know, why you were there? This why you were there? No, this was I was going. I was going. This was probably <laughs> 2019. It was probably like 2019 after before the COVID. After the, then, it was a COVID year. And uh, next thing you know, he takes the job. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he takes the job, and 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 we're here now. You know, with this with this team. So. Y'all gotta tell me about this guy because right now for me he's kind of like a, a mystery. Like he's like this this this, this aura that I just want to I, I want to learn. So t- tell me about Jim Mora and his his effect on you guys. Oh wait, as you guys call him, him him Mora him Mora. Yes, I'm a jolly first. Uh, so uh, Coach Mora, he's been good vibes. Like they offer me the. The, the day right after my state championship, I had a really good game that year. But uh, I was on the phone with him and Coach Marinelli, of course. And Coach Marinelli, he was just good vibes. He, he sounded like he was like a part of my family already. Like, I invited him to the cookout like five times already. I was like, yo, this man is really cultured like that. I was like, all right, I, I can get, get down with it. I met him in person. He's he smiles. He laughs. But he gets serious. He does get serious because obviously that's all cultures, though. But he's gonna try to keep it on the bright side of things, and like, but he's gonna love you like your family, like, and I can appreciate that. And I was like, you know what? That's why I'm here. I love that. What about you, Ian? You had three different guys. Talk to me about the third guy, Coach Moore. He, when it's time to work, like he, he's a cool dude. Like, when you ever get the chance to meet him, like he's a cool dude. He he always got his celebrities in his phone. He always talking to people. He having a good. <laughs> When it's, time it was, to get, it's, from, it's from the NFL and UCLA days, man. No, literally. But when it's time to get it going, it's time to get going. Like, we're locking in. Like, But and the thing that really makes him, like, special along with the coaching staff mm-hmm. is uh, it's not just working, just the work. Mm-hmm. It's working with intent. You're going to mm-hmm. do this. Like, we're going right. – yeah. we're, we're doing this drill to get this out of it. It's not just like, oh, we're going to get the, do, to this drill. And you're supposed to just set an edge, but you're not really like learning what you're actually supposed to do. So with with so with, with him as your coach, you know, I want to, I know I know you got to get to your part, but I just want to, no, 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 you, you know, I, I want to piggyback off what of what they're saying. So you know, when you go into camp, Juwan, you can you can obviously envision this too. Do you remember like your first, not your first, doesn't even matter. When you have spring camp, I mean mm-hmm. summer camp, and right before like camp starts and you're about to get into it, you have like that first meeting. Cause everybody moves in mm-hmm. and everybody's getting their roommate and, you know, you're figuring it out. And then you have like that first meeting and then like your coach, your head coach gives like that big speech right yeah. before camp is about to start. Mm-hmm. What I, I don't have to give everything he says, but what was his message to y'all going? Cause you guys are about to go through some serious work for the summer. So what was his message to y'all? It don't matter. It don't matter. Either you um, it was his message essentially like like right before camp he was talking about what are we gonna do this year what how are we gonna prove these people wrong because only the people in the building believe in us nobody else believes in us it's literally all a hundred and how many people are in there right. versus the world pretty much we came in there <laughs> looking for blood and to really work. Mm-hmm. I think you guys were you guys were tired, bro you're tired. Tired of losing. Go ahead, Justin. I was saying on my end, the way he uh, the way he put it, he was like, hey, if y'all want to win, if we're going to give you the format, you just got to run by it. 
And uh, we ran by it, of course. But he was like, uh, one thing he liked to say, no, yo, of course, hard things are hard. He's like, so, like, if you want to be great, there's a lot of work that you got to do to be great. But if you just want to be average, you just sit there, lay on your couch, play video games all you want. But if you get up and actually think about it as me, uh, as you not just get it through it, but actually wanting to do it, is doing it with intent. Is what one of my coaches likes to say, Coach Bono. Um, so if you do it with intent, and there's a reason behind it, it'll come to show. I love that. I love that. I'm so excited for next year. I'm so excited for next year. Go ahead, Juwan. Or did you might have? Are you are you frozen, Juwan? You here? Yeah, no, he froze. My, my videos, that's up. Are you good, bro? Here, here, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, tap, I'm a tap you out, Juwan. Just when, you, when your thing get back, I'll bring you back in. Um. So anyway, Ian, well, I'll let him handle that. But Ian, so, oh, actually, well, Justin's back. So obviously, this question could go. We'll definitely go to the both of you. Well, hundred percent go to both of you. So. Now, this year, obviously, there's a transfer portal now. And with the transfer portal, there is new waves of competition, always. Like, I think now more than ever, college football programs and kids in college football will continuously, every year you might, you might every season you might see new 10, 10, 10 new faces because 10 are going to go hit the portal, 10 guys are going to come into your school. Uh, how has the portal affected the level of competition and practices? And, and and on top of that, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Ian, you can tell me the truth, and Justin, I want you to tell me the truth too, because you are you both were recruited by the by the by the university, so you weren't you're not portal kids. Is there also a level of like almost arrogance? Because you know sometimes kids go for come from bigger schools, and then they come to UConn and may assume like I'm I went to so and so, but I'm at UConn now. This is my you know this is my ish now. How's that level of competition been for you guys? Mm. Um, on my end, I know. Uh, so we got we got this guy from uh, Michigan. I'm a name drop because obviously, yeah, yeah, y'all could easily find him if y'all just look at our roster sooner later. Uh, Louis Hanson, and it was like he fit. He fit in with us, like our tight end group. We like we put him around. We put him in the area. He, we Steve, like he was another uh, piece of our puzzle that we were just trying to figure out. And he was so it didn't feel like competition. Obviously, they're gonna come with a chip, uh, chip on their shoulder because like they got something to prove. They want positions. They come out of the spots. That's cool and all. I'm not afraid of competition. I wouldn't be playing D1 football if I was if I was afraid of competition. So I see this. Hey, if you're gonna come in my spot, just know I'm coming for yours too. And it don't matter how old you are. If you're new, like you a transfer, like I'm gonna put. I'm gonna respect you because you did come from a D1 college. So we we both doing the same thing. We are doing it correctly. But I, personally, I'm not. I'm not scared of competition. But like, what was the question, like, John? Yeah, I, uh, what was I, the I question? Like my my, my oh, stuff had lagged me out, man. I missed. No, it's okay. No, I was just because obviously I know you had a question. I want you to be able to ask your question. But I was just asking them about the transfer portal, and mm -hmm. I was just asking them about like the level of competition. You know, obviously, there's always new guys coming into you know to camps now. Because oh yeah, so, <laughs> I was gonna say. Them. I was gonna Go say uh, more than coming with his own luggage. Yeah, he ain't bring that Gucci bag. Yeah, he ain't gonna try to... <laughs> that Louis. The more, yeah, the, so that's a more, the more come with the Louis bag. <laughs> nah, more had the Louis bag and put us in it. 
Yeah. I like that. See, that's Heard better. It. I like that. Just, Justin, I'm really feeling your confidence, bro. I like your <laughs> attitude, bro. Not for real. It's infectious, bro. It's, it's infectious, bro. Keep that energy, bro. This is going to make you great. Ian, what about you? What about you? I think it's good, honestly. It just adds another another level of um, like play because it, it's easy. It makes it easy for. I think it's really good for like the FCS guys, especially um, mm-hmm. for them to showcase their talent in FBS, like move up a division, show what you got. And I think like they come in, they've helped out tremendously our program, as you've seen. But um, yeah, yeah. I feel like, especially um, the transfers are welcomed. Like you come in, you're welcome right into the family. I feel like we haven't really had problems with that since I was there. That's awesome. That's good. That's good. Go for it, Wani. All right, Ian. Uh, this was for you. Um, like John said, you know, you had three different coaches, you know, in six years, and you stuck it out. And did you ever – did it ever become a thought to, to leave? Um, In and out, there was thoughts, especially – before the 2021, uh, the 2022 season, um, like right after the 2021 season, right as Coach Moore got there, mm-hmm. there was levels like, I might just transfer, get out of here, like graduate transfer, um, see what I get. But uh, Coach Moore brought me into his office, was like, hey, like, we want you to be here. I'm like, well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes, yo, yeah. Ian. That's really all it takes, man. Somebody believe you know, in you. So somebody believe in you. Um, you know, and actually, you know, just just because we, we said that, you know, what does that mean to y'all? Like just somebody, you know, Justin talked about him feeling like you know, coach could be at the cookout, and Ian talking about Coach Mora just telling you, like, I want you to be here. How is playing for a coach that you know has legitimately has your back as not only a football player but just as a human being please explain to our audience how how far forward that goes great question i, I, I think this is more of a, a, a swanny question because i you know just got here um <laughs> it, it's a level of football like a level of like character you see they don't see everywhere um there's a lot of coaches out there i'm not even saying just at uconn there's a no across the nation Across the nation, there's coaches that like really like just like I like you're just here for my personal benefit, and like once you're used up, you're gone. Like, that's kind of what it is. But more like Coach Moore actually really cares about us as like as people and like, as human beings, and that's like one of the most like that's the thing I admire most about uh, Coach Moore. Honestly, it's priceless. It's priceless, yo. What about you, Justin? I know you got it. You called him him Mora, so he make you feel some type of way, and the name went viral. You know what I'm saying? So that's your guy. <laughs> that's your guy. Yeah, yeah, nah. He's like um, I would say he's like an extension of my family. Like I, I feel like if you put me and Coach Mora in a room together, like there's not gonna be no conflict. Like you gonna you gonna hear all jokes and all laughs. Like I love that. And for him to have faith in us, it honestly helps the the team morality. Like. As a team, I, I I would say it was like it was all right coming in, but once we knew we had a, a well, I, I like I said I didn't play for Atsu, so no disrespect to him, no disrespect to any UConn coaches in the past. But uh, playing for Coach Mars, like, oh, oh, he got some juice to him. You know what? I'm I'm gonna up that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Ian, 
Um, you know, the, the name of the game is adversity. You know, we've all been through adversity. You know, I got I got suspended from Maryland, basically kicked out. You know, John's situation with UConn, you know, we all and Juwan, Ian, Ian was there. He watched me get oh, publicly oh, embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Ian, Ian, watched, Ian watched me completely get publicly embarrassed in front of our entire team, actually. Okay. It was actually one of the most embarrassing moments. So he knows. Well, we can tap into that later. This is about you, though. You know, adversity, yes. you know, adversity changes a man. And, um, you know, not I'm not sure if the audience is familiar, but you had lost your father, you know, while you was in college. You know, um, talk about talk to me about kind of how that kind of had an effect on you. You know, was it a positive? You know, not, not losing anybody is never positive, but did it leave an effect on you? You know, that brought you to a different place. Um, yeah, honestly, um, I it happened my going into my freshman year, so I just got to okay. and um, just like getting to UConn and like seeing all the guys. Like I was kind of in like a new environment, didn't really know anybody. Kind of knew like my fr the freshman because I've been hanging out with them, but mm -hmm. it was like a new experience. But um, just getting the UConn and like the older guy, honestly, J Rob, uh, like Bryce McAllister, like bring me under their wing and like help me out, like did like tremendous like work for me and helped me so much throughout that process and just putting my head down and just grinding throughout my whole like college career was very beneficial for me. And that's mm -hmm. like kind of what. Like happened, like I was just doing it for my dad. Like that's why I do it for, I do it for every day. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that man. You know, yeah, I just say he's watching every day, bro, and he's very proud of you. And I just want you to know, as like, you know, one thing about this show too, you know, especially when we got like our friends and people that we know come up here and be guests on our platform. You know, I want to be able to give you your flowers, bro. You know, I had the opportunity to see you from a young baby face kid who really, you know, didn't know what college was to being the last man standing on on the, the real rebirth of a program that has needed a spark for a really long time, man. And I just want to say, like, you should really be proud of yourself, too, bro. I don't know if many people have told you that, but you have done a phenomenal job, bro. And, you know, guys like Justin, they're going to remember you for their three, four, five years in school. You know what I'm saying? When he goes to the NFL, bro, he's going to owe you dinner. You know what I'm saying? So things like that. You know, when y'all get to these places y'all want to get to, you know, you are you are a UConn trailblazer, bro, and don't let nobody tell you otherwise. That's the reason why they let you wear number six. And they put that number six on you for a reason. Remember that, kid. You are you are special. Um, Juwan, I got a question for you, actually, bud. Okay. This question up, for you. So, <laughs> so obviously, you play in the NFL. You, you've seen it all. You went through the draft process. You've done the combine. You know, you you're playing at the professional level. What advice do you have for Ian as he prepares for his next stages of his football career? And what would advice would you give to Justin as he's starting to grow in his very, very young college career? Um, good one. So first, Ian, I'd say um this is kind of a quote that you know John kind of kind of related to me and kind of been stuck in my head since just run your own race, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, where you think you should be and where you feel you deserve to be. And, you know, the league, everything happens for a reason and it's a business, but, you know, you got to take accountability. So at the first, you know, the, the first thing you can do, the most important thing you can do is run your own race, focus on what you got to focus on, know what you need to know, like know your playbook, know your body, 
understand, you know, how understand what it takes to like get the best play out of you. You know, how am I gonna be my best on Sunday? What do I gotta do to maintain that? What do I gotta do in the offseason to, you know, what what is my weakness? What do I gotta do in the offseason to really, you know, show up every Sunday? And that's really the key because it's about consistency, it's about production. That's all they care about is production. They don't give a they don't give a fuck about feelings at all. So um they don't care about where you were drafted. You know, I was drafted sixth round and was cut the next year. So, you know, I missed due to my injury though. You know, I missed I missed all the camp. So they don't care about any of that stuff. It's about production, it's about availability. And you know, it's not about, you know, this guy's path, this guy's path. You can't focus on anybody else's path but your own. You know, you can't determine where you're gonna go based off somebody else. It's all on you. And just you know, run your race and step forward and take full accountability. That's all I say. Um, and for Justin, what I'd say for you, because um, I've been in a school, you know, if your dream is to go to the NFL, you know, I'm sure it is. I've been at a school where we went, we were losing, you know, every single game, you know, we, we lost whatever, like I said, it was a losing school before I got there. So they weren't used to sending off players to the league. But me going to Maryland, I went to I started off at the University of Maryland. I, I'm playing around Stephon Diggs, Deion Long, you know, guys like that who are NFL players. I seen the work that they put in, you know, I seen what it's what it's gonna take. And I took that from there to junior college and to col from there to junior college to Colorado. And I was able to see the difference in between, you know, people who really wanted to make it and people who were just there just to, you know, they're in college, they're having a good time. And the difference is, is putting the work in. There were some times I remember, quote, you could quote my boy Lee, Lawrence Walker to this day, he was my roommate. Um, I'm Dolo, it's a Saturday, Saturday afternoon. He's like, yo, Wani, we out. I'm about to go to so-and-so's crib. You know, we got bottles. We about to go, we about to go get rice. It's Saturday afternoon. I'm like, I'm about to chill right now, yo. I'm about to go hit the, I'm about to go hit the hill and hit ladders on the hill and get right. And He's leaving. You see him leaving. You know him and short, him and Shorty, whoever's he where he's leaving. And as they leaving, they walk past me. They run past me. I'm doing the hills, and it's just like it's gonna take that type of that type of dedication, that type of commitment, you know, to your craft to make it to that next level. And that's really it. That's really all it is. Just separating yourself. You gotta separate yourself. Whatever that's gonna yeah, take. I appreciate that for sure. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I like I like mentor Wani. I like when I like mentor Wani. <laughs> mentor mentor Wani is dope. I like yes, mentor young Wani. Co I'm coaching a little bit. Young coach. I like I like I like the advice. I love the advice. Um. So before we let you guys go, you know, there's just a you know a few things we just want to you know ask on the way out. Um. E um Justin. Obviously, you are a part of a group of wildly talented freshmen who are. Really asked to do a lot this year. Be be impactful really early, you know. And and usually most freshmen, that's the dream. Like most freshmen yeah. want to come in and play. That's what everybody wants to do anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when it actually it actually happened, it was you know I would say you Zion, uh, Victor, being so young and having so many high amounts of snaps. How is that? elevated you and actually not even elevated you matured your game um i would definitely say like because at first i i ain't playing this first game i ain't playing against mm -hmm. utah state and um it hurt because i thought i could help i thought i was talented enough but the coaches they wanted to see their guys see what, see what they could do 
Fair enough. I don't blame them. So I have to prove or I have to do something that the other tight ends like weren't as good at. So whatever they weren't as good at, I have to prove it myself. So I, w- I love all my tight ends, of course. Like they're all good, but injuries. There was a lot of injuries on the team, so a lot of people have to uh, step up. First game, Utah State, well, our uh, our starting quarterback, uh, Tickhorn Robertson, Robertson, yeah. Got and uh, that Z had first to step up. He, he did good that game. Yeah, yeah first Duane, game. You know, you know Taquan, bro. DePaul Catholic, New Jersey, went to Penn okay. State. Yeah, you know him. You, you yeah. know him. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, okay, I see I see Z doing it. Then I seen Nick Carter go down, Devontae. Um, Burns. I lost, a, lost a receiver, too. Y'all lost, y'all lost one, right? Y'all lost one. No, no, we we lost two, two or three. Nigel. No, I'm at, I'm at number one. I'm, no, I'm at number one. I'm at number one. The number, number one bad. Oh, bad. oh yeah. yeah, we lost. We yeah. lost Keelan that first game too. Yeah, I was like, so we just dropping like flowers. So it's like, hey, it's an open spot right now. It's like, who got next one? Okay, so you're just gonna take that spot. <laughs> like, yeah, of course, like, of course. So I had to step up. And like the coaches, they gave me the opportunity to, and I appreciate them for. I appreciate that from them. So, what I have to do is just basic, uh, like like you said, Juan, production. So you have to produce. So I, I have to go out on my field and be like, all right, I'm gonna show y'all why y'all should keep playing me and what I can produce for y'all. Was it a how was the transition like? Because I know, like like John said, being a freshman everybody wants to play. And then when you actually get out there, you re- you either find out if you're good enough or, you know, you got to put more work in or, you know, you know, you get humbled. Did you ever have like any welcoming moment, you know, when you first started playing? Um, I would say one of my slants against Fresno State. I, I got, yeah. like, I got a slant and then I got boomed. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I, I was like, "Yo, Juwan, I know exactly what play he talk. I know exactly what play he talking about too." Yeah. I, I ran a little slant like this. I was like, "You know what? I can't forget. We're not high school. There's yeah. everyone in here is D one. Everyone's yeah. good. Awesome, faster speed. I'm playing against like 20, 24 year olds who been lifting weights since I was in like eighth grade. Like, come on. Exactly. But mm-hmm. it is what it is because like." I'm gonna have to grow up. I'm gonna have to do it too, and I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like that guy. So it's like, whatever happens, it happens, and you just gotta deal with adversity. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, Ian, my question, my last question before you go, actually, and I got damn, I hate when I do this. Can I usually say I'm supposed to not. My mom talked to me about this. I'm not supposed to say before you go and then say it again. But, Ian. <laughs> You've had three different DB coaches, actually four. I think you've had four, actually, because I think one got fired midway through. Four, five. Yeah. If you've had a lot, you've had a lot. <laughs> so you've got, you've gotten a lot of verbiage, like very, you know, you've you've heard it all very early in your career. So how do you think? How are you going to use some of the experiences of being having so many different voices uh, in your room? Are you, you going to be able to take that into obviously this next step in your football career professionally? Um, mostly because all these coaches, they're all different in the way they teach. So I can learn in a couple different ways of how, like, eat, like how playbook runs. Like, the coach should do more visual, visual, like, presentations and, like, just mm-hmm. chalk it up or just draw, draw plays. Or we can take us out of the field and do walkthroughs. Like, I can do whatever. I can learn however way that 
certain position coach wants me to learn. Which I, I think, think I think there's some beauty in that, honestly. Like, and having like a couple different coaches sometimes, like, cause yeah, 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 so much you could pick from, like, you know, each little coach and this, you know, little stuff that they all teach that's different. So it's like some sometimes it could have a little benefit. No, it does. That's what I was saying, like, bro. We, he's seen a bunch of different different mm-hmm. styles. So UConn quiz on the way out. Paige Beckers or Kaylin Clark? <laughs> Paige, we know, Paige. We know that. Paige, I'm just asking. You gotta ask. You gotta ask. You gotta no, ask. No, no, no. I'm not going. I'm not going. I don't know why you would ask that. Question. You see this husky, right? I mean, you see. It. Hey, I gotta make sure the faithful are in the chat. The faithful are in the chat, so we gotta talk. Is Danny Hines the greatest shooter in college football? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Danny Hines. The, the, the freshman. Time. Wait, is that freshman? She well, she was a freshman like maybe three years ago. Is that Paige? She's a, That's Paige, Paige is a sophomore. She probably yeah, gonna yeah, be. Yeah. Paige. Yeah, she, yes, Paige. Juwan, Paige. Yeah, Paige. yeah, like probably number one pick in the draft page, Juan. Number one pick page. You feel me? That's hard. Um, best best ice cream at the Dairy Bar. Husky trash. Husky. Husky tracks, yeah. And then the final question: which two which two programs are going to win this year's March Madness tournament? The skis. You know the skis. <laughs> Go skis. Are they good at basketball this year? They good. We good every year. Don't ask that question like that. Don't ask that question like that. We good. I know the girls. We good every year. I haven't heard about the men. <laughs> we going. We are going to the big yeah. dance, Lonnie. Oh yeah, we dancing. Okay. But with that being said, thank you so much, boys, for coming up on the show. Obviously, sure. we will definitely want to tap back in with both of you later down the year. Obviously, Justin, I hope to meet you personally at the spring game. Um, so I'll see you then. And obviously, Ian, I'm definitely going to see you along the way, brother. I appreciate you. For I appreciate both of you. For coming to tap in with me and Juwan. We really, really appreciate it. What's the best on y'all careers, man? Appreciate y'all. Uh, I appreciate y'all having me in person.